Here's some bonus content from episode 109, The Blues Brothers, 40th anniversary. As always, make sure you listen to the original episode from June 2020. Otherwise, this may not make much sense. John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd as the Blues Brothers first appeared on Saturday Night Live in April of 1978 and had a recording contract by June of 1978. They were not the first TV stars given recording contracts during that time. Here are a few other actor-musicians with recording contracts in the mid to late 70s. In 1976, actor John Travolta had a top 10 hit with his song, Let Her In. Something she said has stuck in my head and I can't get away. Gonna let her in. Gonna let her in. Mm-hmm. Which was released at the end of the first season of the hit TV show, Welcome Back Cotter, in which Travolta played Vinnie Barbarino. Two years later, he would sing and act in Greece, and 40-plus years later, not a week goes by that I don't see or hear some reference to that film and or soundtrack. David Soul, Ken Hutch Hutchinson from TV's Starsky and Hutch, had a hit with a soft rock, Don't Give Up On Us. Don't give up on us, baby. Don't make the seem right. Released in the States in January of 1977, it went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in April of 1977. The success of the Happy Days spinoff Laverne and Shirley extended to that show's supporting characters, including Leonard Kosnowski and Andrew Squigman, played respectively by actors Michael McKeon and David Lander. Two drama students from Carnegie Tech, they took their characters and created the band Lenny and the Squigtones, even performing in numerous episodes starting in May of 1976. They went as far as to release an album recorded at the Roxy in Hollywood called Lenny and Squiggy Present Lenny and the Squigtones on Casablanca Records in 1979. Twin mufflers and exhaust pipes. Have a McKeon and Lander toured as their characters, performing here in Chicago at Park West in May of 1979. Fun fact, Michael McKeon's father, Gilbert McKeon, was one of the founders of Decca Records, that same Decca Records that passed on an English band called The Beatles, as Decca felt guitar groups were on their way out. McKeon also briefly played in the band The Left Bank, David Lander was quoted in a Muncie, Indiana Evening Press newspaper article in October of 1979 as saying, quote, After the success of the Blues Brothers, Casablanca approached us with an eye toward that kind of thing. It's been a cross to bear, though. We like Danny and John a lot, but it's a drag when we hear people say that we're doing a Blues Brothers ripoff. Lenny and the Squigtones certainly are a different thing, end quote. Indeed they were. While the Blues Brothers played blues, there's some slight finger quotes there, 
Lenny and the Squigtones played 50s-style rock in keeping with Laverne and Shirley's era. One of the credited personnel on the record... Oh, my name is Nigel Tufnell. I come from Swindon, England. I play guitar. Nigel Tufnell, a pseudonym that actor-musician Christopher Guest would continue to use when he was part of the band Spinal Tap with Lenny himself, Michael McKeon. During their performance on American Bandstand... The Squigtones bass player introduces himself as... Uh, Dominic Balloon. I come from the west side of Chicago. Play the bass. Dominic Balloon is actually Andy Haben, who was part of a legendary early 70s Chicago band called Wilderness Road. I've got to keep on the road running and riding, riding till I'm The guitarist and main songwriter of the band, Nate Herman, was a member of Second City. Wilderness Road was started in order to raise money for the Chicago 8, which became the Chicago 7 after the case against co-defendant Bobby Seale was declared a mistrial. The Wilderness Road debut is outstanding, I gotta tell ya. Uh, to go even deeper on this one guy in this band you've never heard of, Ricky and the Balloons were Wilderness Road's 50s alter egos, hence Haven calling himself Dominic Balloon on American Bandstand. Credited with playing keyboards and singing on Lenny and Squiggy present Lenny and the Squigtones is Lars Svenke. Hello, I'm Lars, Lars Svenke from the Ool River in Sweden. A.K.A. Mr. Magic himself, the Blues Brothers keyboardist Murphy Dunn of Murph and the Magic Tones. Murphy Dunn, it should be noted, is the son of former Cook County Board President George Dunn and grew up in Chicago. Murphy Dunn even joined Second City in the late 60s. Dunn co-produced Chicago's first free blues festival at the Grant Park Band Shell in 1969, where he met blues greats Willie Dixon, Albert King, and his future Blues Brothers bandmate Steve the Colonel Cropper. In 1977, Murphy Dunn had a small role as a keyboard player in the film Old Boyfriends, where he met John Belushi. On drums, Chicago-born Don Poncher, who doesn't speak to Dick Clark in that American Bandstand clip, but is shown smoking and reading a color TV repair guide, which Lenny claims is, quote, something to fall back on. Sadly, Lenny and Squiggy present Lenny and the Squigtones is not available on streaming services and fetches pretty big bucks on eBay. The Blues Brothers movie was credited with revitalizing Aretha Franklin's career. After disco all but killed her style of singing, she landed the role of the soul food cafe owner and wife of Matt Guitar Murphy in the film and performed one of her biggest hits of 1968, Think. You According to a Vanity Fair piece following Franklin's death, Universal Pictures wanted newer acts like Rose Royce, the band behind Car Wash, to appear in the film. Quote, But Dan Aykroyd and the crew stuck to their guns and eventually won out. In the end, Universal lobbied for Franklin to win an Oscar nod for her performance. Although that didn't happen, Franklin was rewarded with a career renewal 
for which we should always be immensely grateful, end quote. This was Franklin's only real acting role on camera, if you don't count her appearance in the best-avoided Blues Brothers 2000 in 1998. Let's be honest, Aretha's lines are pretty amazing. We got two honkies out there dressed like Hasidic diamond merchants. Don't you don't get riled, sugar me. Now you're not going back on the road no more, and you ain't playing in them old two-bits, lazy dies. You're living with me now. And you're not going to go sliding around with your old white hoodlum friends. The Blues Brothers, they still owe you money, fool. Now, this is my man. This is my restaurant. And you two are going to just walk right out that door without your dry white toast, without your full fried chickens, and without Mad Guitar Murphy. While Belushi and Aykroyd were in Chicago in July of 1979 to help scout locations for the film, they stayed at the Astor Hotel at the corner of Astor and Goethe. This building, now condos, was also the site of John Lennon's apology for saying the Beatles were bigger than Jesus in 1966. Saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with Jesus Christ as a person or God as a thing or whatever it is. You know, I just said what I said, and it was wrong, or was taken wrong, and now it's all this. Of course, many of you know it was Steven Spielberg as the sandwich-chomping county assessor, but did you know Eagles guitarist Joe Walsh is in the closing credit scene at the prison? He's the first to jump up on the table and start dancing. Jake, we're home. And this fall... We're proud to announce that the Blues Brothers are parking it right here on America's most watched new network. Absolutely. As far as bad ideas go, the 1997 Blues Brothers animated series tops the list. Based on a script from Dan Aykroyd, the series was to air on UPN, but did not make it that far. Dan Aykroyd's brother Peter and Jim Belushi did the main character voices. The Bluesmobile was renamed the Blues Cruiser. Thankfully unreleased, you aren't likely to even find a snippet of it. I did find some animation stills from the series. I'll post on social media. The only thing I can figure with the animated series is they anticipated the release of Blues Brothers 2000 in 1998 would create an all-new resurgence in Blues Brothers' interest. It did not. There you have it, a few more tidbits that didn't make the final script for last year's episode on the Blues Brothers. As always, thanks for listening.